Hello, and welcome to another episode of Flying High with Flutter. I'm your host, Alan Waima, and I'm using a different microphone today, so hopefully I sound better. Otherwise, I uh, would love to hear your guys' thoughts because first time. And um, we actually have Very here. I think it's, it's actually pronounced Very. I didn't even ask you, to be honest. Mm, depending on if you pronounce it German or English. So in German, it would be Very, and in English, it's Very, so it's totally fine. Uh, okay, so... I'll try the German way because that's the real way. Says. Yeah, you can just pronounce it in English. Very, how do you say that again? Sounds French. Very. Very. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, fine. Just use the English one. It's easier. I'll just say, hey, you. Is that easier? Then I won't get it wrong. <laughs> also fine for me. <laughs> um, she, she is um, the... You, Wow, I don't know how to even introduce you. You you have your own podcast, German speaking only, which I think is very interesting. I think it's pronounced Flutter Dash. Is that right? It's Flutter Dach, and it's uh, Dach is uh, because Deutschland, so Germany, uh, Switzerland, and Austria. So yeah, it was the wrong way around, but yeah, that's why it's called Dach in uh, German. I think there is no English name for it, but that's the nice part about English is if you can't translate, you just leave it. <laughs> You know, there's, there's all kinds of words that come into there. I mean, there's a lot of English words, which are French words, et cetera, the other way around, too. I mean, we also got Dutch words. The word dollar, I believe, is also from Dutch. So there's a, yeah. Anyways, we're going into a whole other subject, right? So I reached out to you because um, I think it's good to to kind of cross, you know, other platforms out there. We have a lot of listeners who are German uh, speakers, we have, um, and you already mentioned this in in the question sheet. Uh, widget book; mm-hmm. those are all German guys. So they were on the show recently. We got uh, Thomas. I believe he's German, right? He's from Germany, I believe. Thomas. Am I wrong? He created the Get It, the Get It. Ah, da, uh, yeah, Thomas. Yes, of course. Yes, he's German too. Thomas. Yeah, or maybe it's Thomas. Or <laughs> yeah, my fault. Um. It must be some others, but yeah, I mean, there, there's there's quite a lot of people in the Flutter community who actually are German. I think all those guys are straight up German, right? They're not like Austrian, uh, et cetera, or Swiss, Swiss. Yeah, mostly German. And then I think uh, Vandad is living in Switzerland, or am I wrong? Oh, is he? Maybe I got the name wrong. Norway or Switzerland, one of those countries over there. So, but it must be Norway, I believe, that he speaks, speaks Norwegian. Maybe I got the wrong one. But yeah, th- there's a lot of people in that area right and uh it'd be nice i think to to kind of let people know that there is other communities so if you do speak german there's a german one um and to kind of you know let people know all about it right so that's why i asked you to come onto the show so do you mind to give a quick introduction about maybe yourself and then kind of lead into flutter dash dach is it dach maybe i got it wrong <laughs> yeah it's dach dach yeah so, so so about myself i'm a flutter freelancer I'm from Germany, from Stuttgart. It's in the Southwest. And yeah, I'm doing this for three and a half years now. So I'm in Flutter for like almost four years, but freelancing for three and a half years. And I've seen quite a lot in Flutter. I'm also very active on the community, um, on Twitter. I'm live streaming on Twitch. I'm organizing the community. So lots, lots of community stuff there. I'm writing articles. So I'm very active and yeah, what what else do you want to know? I'm in software development for, I don't know, over 10 years. Uh, I've seen different languages, different tools, technologies, but I found out Flutter is definitely 
so when I tried it, it was love at first sight. So I, um, yeah, I just kept going for the last three and a half years and I'm not willing to change anything the next year, to be honest. But you got started quite early in your career, right? Because you were doing, um, I saw you said you created your first web, is it web page or website at yeah. 11 in 19, early 1990s. I won't say which year because you know, a lady should never reveal her age, right? So in the early 90s sometime. Mm, it's fine. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So you, you, what what got you even interested to even do that? Because I don't think, I mean, I, I did some stuff like that a long time ago. Um, it's not very common. I mean, early 90s is really wild, wild no, west for the... No, it was super rare. Yeah. It was super rare back then. Today it's not, but there uh, back then it was. And I think it was because I was always a computer kid. So I liked playing games as early as possible. I started with Commander Keen, Lemmings and stuff, if people know that. It's very old. I love Lemmings. Are you kidding me? I love Lemmings. <laughs> nice. That's cool. Yes. Yeah. Now I'm going to download that. Is that on Steam? Oh, yeah. I think it is. There's also uh, Commander Keen is also on Steam. And I just tried it and I totally suck at it. I can't, like, I, I can't make it through. It's, it's just too difficult. And yeah, I think the games got me into computers and then I found the internet and I found about chatting with people. And since I was, yeah, more like an introvert person in my childhood, I, I don't know, but I enjoyed talking to people via internet. And so I thought when I was 11, let's build my own website. And I did that with Beep World. If anyone knows that, it's also super old. And Beep, yeah, Beep World. Beep World, yeah. It's from the 90s. It's crazy old. Um, but it was a possibility to build your own small websites, and I did it. And yeah, I just kept going over the years. I had something like a virtual riding ranch with my friends where you could like virtually buy horses and stuff. And so that what, yeah, that's what got me into software development, I guess. And yeah, I, I had some kind of professional game career when I studied and then I had some first customers and then, yeah, it just evolved naturally, I think, because, yeah, computers were, I, I just loved them and that's how I got into it. And then I studied it and then, yeah, I searched for a job and I got one. It was clear to me that um, back when I was young, I will be working with computers when I'm older. Yeah, I mean, most, I, I mean, was there a lot of, I don't mean the sounds of sexist, but I, I think there's not many girls at that time getting into computers, at least not so openly. So nope. you have friends around you doing other things and you're just like, no, I want to yeah. play with this. And your friends think you're a little bit strange or? I don't know, because back then, due to my hobbies, I also, I'm also drumming, which is also not a really female hobby back then. It's, it's getting better, but back then it wasn't yeah. and uh, gaming not many girls around so i mostly had male friends yeah so yeah because of the interests i couldn't share my interest with um other girls sadly i can do now but back then it wasn't really possible um but yeah not not many um girls in it back then but i did have like six or seven girls uh, when i studied and they all ended up in software development, so it's getting better. Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy. I, I think we should bring more girls to this. I feel it's, I've I think I mentioned this before on the podcast, but I find that designers 
which are tend to be more female oriented, yeah, really take off and flutter. They it, it it's surprising, even yeah. though it's code, but it's also not difficult to learn. And since they're very design oriented, they can make some really crazy stuff you look at the boys when they first start getting the flutter it's like oh what is it's like when you first start your i mean you i know you did android app development right yeah i did so when you pick up an android app at, at the beginning of your career you're like this is android yeah i can see the material design very clear you would see flutter apps like that default buttons etc things all over yes. the place but for girls it's like well, how did you even do that how did you make the buttons rounded like that in the corners like i'd be asking all kinds of questions oh yeah i just wanted to do that i just googled it and found it I wanted it to be beautiful. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Wow, that's that's interesting. But you're also a little bit of a gamer, right? I mean, I don't know if everybody can see you right now, but you have very much a gaming setup, right? We were talking about microphones before. You have your quadcast yeah. that's all lit up, very beautiful, and your matching headset. And is is I you can see my colors over here are very blue. Yours are very red. Yeah. We kind of really contrast each other. Yeah, true. Um that's because the microphone back then there was only a red one so i chose the red one i didn't know the other one existed but i like red so perfect why not it's fine yeah exactly perfect and yeah so about the gaming setup um it's not really my gaming setup because um since i'm traveling it's hard to take all the gaming stuff with me because i have a gaming computer but carrying it around through different hotels and stuff really no um and I'm not into much gaming anymore, but when I was younger, like for 10 years, I was totally into it and I played like six hours to eight hours a day. So yeah, I was into gaming, but that's my setup for streaming now for the live streams. And yeah, because audio quality matters, camera matters and all that stuff. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. That's why I invested in all this gear. I spent over a thousand bucks yesterday in US dollar. Yeah, and you can spend even more. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I, I found out that this microphone is not as good as another, so I literally just ordered another microphone today. That's of another course. couple hundred US dollar I just spent. Yeah, if you if you started, it will never end. And I'm I told you before the show, I'm not very good. I just like to spend all my money. So Speaking of that, if there's anybody who's looking for Flutter help, let me know. I could use the work <laughs> <laughs> for all my gear I just spent off. Actually, that's another thing I wanted to talk to you about. I was actually looking at, you have a Twitch channel, right? So what yes. got you interested to work on, on Twitch? Because usually a lot of people go into YouTube. I do more YouTube, but I've been looking at doing Twitch. I'd like to hear back from you about that. You should try it. Uh, give it a try. So I started Twitch with gaming. So I was playing Valorant while the pandemic was hitting hard and I was at home for like two years, I don't know. And I started gaming and my friends from my team, they asked me, hey, you could do some Twitch. And I'm like, Twitch, I've heard about it. No idea what what should I do there? Yeah, you can stream while we game together. And I was like, yeah, why not? I'll give it a try. And then I found out everyone on Twitch is um, streaming gaming. So why would I just do the same, why not doing something different? And so I checked um, if there are some coding live streams because I'm always interested in how people are working while they code. It's super interesting to see what they are thinking, how they write their code, what challenges they have. And if you can chat with them while doing so, that's that was just mind blowing for me. So I um, found some coding channels but I didn't find any Flutter channel. So I was like, huh, maybe I could just try it. 
and I did, and it was like one and a half years ago, I think. And I just started it to see how it goes. And it, it went pretty well because there was no one else apart from me doing that. And yeah, I, I try to keep it up, um, but it's very time consuming. And it's very hard to code while streaming because I always try to speak to the people and like to yeah, entertain them. And coding takes a lot of energy, concentration. You have to be in the flow to get things done. So yeah, it, it's hard, but it's really cool. It's fun. I even built my little small community. People are um, joining every time I'm going live and stuff like that. And that's super great because yeah, having a community, it's just, as you probably know by now, having a com community for me is one of the best things when when it comes to learning, when it comes to improving, when it comes to just having a great time together. So yeah, just try it out. Twitch live streaming is cool. It's fun. Maybe you need to explain to me. Maybe I'm just too old. Ha! But what I want to say is I, I just don't understand how people can want to watch somebody playing a game. I think I'd rather play the game. I don't know. Because I never watched uh, gaming as well. I'm just playing. Uh, it was boring for me to watch. I should have watched more because you can learn tactics and stuff. But I never was the person who liked watching. I just liked playing. So I can't tell you why people do that. Yeah, I was always interested. In why, why, why would you want to watch when you can just play? Or, mm -hmm. But I, I mean, I guess sometimes I can understand because, like, I think if I see sometimes I Google on, sorry, not Google, I, I YouTube, <laughs> and I look for people playing old games I like to play, right? Like, like Lemmings, right? Like, oh, I kind of yeah, miss Lemmings. Yeah, that's cool. And you look up Lemmings, you're like, oh, this guy's playing Lemmings, and you, you'll watch it. So I guess yeah. for that I can feel it. But for newer games, I don't know. I guess there's there's valid reasons. It just seems strange to think about that. But it works. Um, if you check out Twitch, it's um, exploding, so it definitely works. Yeah, for sure. And I also think it's, um, how do I say, for the coding one, that makes a lot of sense because I think there's a lot of interesting things you can see when somebody's coding. It is. I, I, I skimmed through some of your videos because they're quite long. I think they're like at least an hour yeah, or yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, what I saw, you were just really interacting with the audience more than anything else. And it seemed like you were just kind of in your own world coding. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. That's your style, right? Um, what I'm what I think is more interesting, at least to me, when I watch some of these kind of coding videos is like when people were, they're, they're talking out loud. Okay. Oh, I run into this problem. And, yeah. and then they go through a thought process. That one I think is really interesting, especially if you look at people who are like language creators and seeing how they would solve things with that language that they created, et cetera, these kind of things, right? If we had uh, Eric Seidel coding a Flutter app, that'd be really interesting to see. Okay, what is he thinking about? Because he knows all the stuff. Yeah. And he knows a lot of the stuff, at least. What is his thought process? What does he think about? It's also, it feels like rubber ducking with yourself all the time because I'm trying to explain what I'm doing. I, well, I don't know why, but I'm trying to explain what I'm doing and what my thoughts are. And when I'm stuck, I'm like, why the hell am I stuck? Um, what are my options? We, I'm going through debugging together. Sometimes people help me in the chat and they say, you just forgot X, Y, Z, I don't know. And I'm like, oh shit, I didn't even see that. So sometimes it really helps, but it also slows you down a lot. So my first intention was when I'm doing live streams was I would like to be better in explaining stuff since I'm doing some mentoring and I always felt like I'm super bad in explaining. 
And I thought Twitch could really help me because I have to explain everything all the time. And I think, I don't know, but I think it did because I do have to practice to explain stuff. And yeah, that's what now makes sense for me. And that's why I just handle it that way. Uh, that's interesting. But I also, I remember when you filled out your question sheet, you talked about people who you, you, although it's a fluttered German community, there's definitely some English speakers who come and join. Sure. And you, do you use this opportunity as also a way to kind of expand your English too? Because obviously you're not a native speaker, but. Yeah, of, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, mm. I'm I'm just uh, live streaming in in English. Because the Flutter community in German, well, there is a community, but it's small. And yeah, I totally use it to um, improve my English because currently I'm not speaking that much English. Normally, I have projects where everything is in English, but currently I don't have them, and I would like to, yeah, to not forget those skills. So yeah, it's it's totally in English, and you have a quite bigger audience than if I would just stream in German. Now, if you mess up, do you do you swear in German so nobody knows what you're saying, or you, you just, <laughs> or you just kind of hold it in and just? <laughs> I I'm pretty good in translating them into English, like German English. I'm just translating them word by word. It works. Yeah, that's well. I always, I think I heard that a lot of English swears come from German language, but I'm, I'm not too sure if that's true. Yeah, probably. No, they're very, very similar, right? You use the word shit already. It's like Scheiße. Yeah. Yeah. I think you ever really exactly. Do you, no, I'm just curious. Right? I, I, I find people usually who are, who are not native English speakers, they tend to use English swears more than they use. Yeah their own language swears which i thought was always very strange it's like oh if i say that same word in in in, in french or in german it's so much worse meaning you know it's something like that is that how the same feeling i i just thought about uh, words i'm saying in in german to swear and i apart from scheiße i don't know any so i i don't know i don't even know which kind of words i'm using to be honest i know i use them a lot that's why i had to set my channel to uh, be for people 18 and above. But... Yeah, I saw that. I, I I saw the warning. So like I said, I went there and it's like, oh, you need to meet this mature. I'm like, is she like stripping or something? Streaming from a pool? Yeah, on. yeah. I, I'm streaming I, from a hot tub. No. I'm yeah, not. I don't know what it's... you're doing. I was like, that's very weird. Oh, wow. Shit, maybe I should think about that. Yeah, I I don't know. I just, I was just like, that's really weird. Like I thought, okay, maybe it's because, because they also talked about the music. That they said the music maybe copyrighted whatever music you're using and i was like maybe no, the song she has not, got it's only because of the swearing because okay i do this a lot when i'm stuck in my code and i'm like um that's why my headline says welcome to my emotional um coding stream because i tend to get very emotional when i'm coding and i tend to swear a lot if it's not working and it's very often not working so but maybe I should think about not setting it to 18 and try to not swear that much if it like brings the wrong, um, how do you say it? If, if you were thinking I'm, 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 I'm stripping in, in a pool, that's not what I want to achieve uh, I don't know. I didn't this. actually think about that part. I just thought that was just weird. That was, I didn't think about you being in some weird visual situation. I just thought that was weird. Yeah, yeah. So maybe sure. it's a song. Maybe it's something else. I don't know. I just I didn't think too much because some things they will slap a warning on it because you know like mm. uh, from American movies 
if you get an R rating if you say fuck like more than three times. That could just be the worst thing. It's like, well, that's yeah. not bad, I think. Maybe I'm, yeah, I'm German, so I try to stick to the rules. Maybe I'm just too too sticky to the rules in this case. No, I it's, it's could good. Get rid of it. Some people, some people are very sensitive about that, and that's, that's fine. I, like I said, I just wanted to understand what, why it was like that. <laughs> yeah, so that's the reason, and I don't have any other reasons. And, and, and sorry, um, actually, to be honest, I'm a little bit of a fan of your Twitch, not about your coding, but how you set up everything. Because it's really, really nice. The beginning, you have that countdown. Mm. And I remember one of them, I don't think all of them, but I remember one of them at least had, uh, they all had this girl sitting in a chair. I thought that's mm -hmm. a really cool picture. Did you draw that yourself? or as somebody No, my sister you? did. She made it for my birthday. Yeah, I love it as well. She's my favorite designer all time. So greetings to Jana. You did a great job. Yeah, maybe I reach out to you for something. It's very nice, Jana. I quite like it. Nice. <laughs> uh, but no, and and at least, like I said, at least one of them, I didn't get to finish what I was saying. At least one of them, there's rain in the background, right? How did you animate mm -hmm. all this stuff? I didn't. She did. All that's all from her. Wow. That That's from her. Just the um, info cards and emoji stuff. That's, that's from me. But the uh, bigger drawing is from her. Um, yeah, like I said, she um, she gave it to me to my birthday, and I really enjoyed it very much. So I adjusted all the design from the whole stream to match the background image. Wow, it's it's and then how did so even the countdown? She did all that. She did the, everything I see in that picture, including the countdown, etc., was all from from her. Well, the countdown is uh, pretty easy to make. You just you can set up Twitch, um, you can set up different scenes, you can put in text, you can put in images, stuff like that. And that that's pretty, countdown is not that big of magic. Um, and there are some things like those alerts when someone is following, subscribing and stuff like that. You can mostly buy those stuff because there are, yeah, there are like packages you can just use. I. I did because I have no idea about animation at all. And in the future, I would like to customize this even more, but it takes so much time. It's incredible. I spent days to perfectionize this. And since I'm a perfectionist, it it drives me crazy because I want to do it yeah, the best I can. But yeah, like I said, it takes tons of time. Not even just days. Because what I remember, I listened to your video and you redid everything because you said everything crashed for OBS, isn't that? Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. You knew what you had at least, so you could more easily redo it, I think. Yeah, but you should um, just keep it in a structured way on your computer or in the cloud. And let's say mine was super messy because I tried out different things for a long time, a lot. And... Everything got messy and I haven't had the time or, yeah, I didn't just want to sort it. So I had to get it back in there, like from scratch. I had the pieces, but I had to puzzle them together. Uh, yeah. yeah, for the future, I know it. Hopefully, maybe, I don't know. Let's see. And I'll make a backup. What about, I, I, so obviously I know that, that you have like these overlays that are basically, um, OBS web overlays, I'm guessing, right? With the chat channel yeah, and yeah. everything else there. 
But you also had like, I didn't know what the heck that was. All of a sudden there was stuff popping up from the bottom and there was things spinning around all all over the place. That's another like OBS yeah. scene transition or something? Or what is that? That's the alerts. So that's when... Oh, that's the overlay again, right? And and probably you saw the little Pokemons down there. I, I haven't yeah. had them in the last streams because Mac don't want to handle this... Um application but um yeah there were some pokemons which is a totally different application you can buy it on steam and then you can just include it like a special um, window capturing thingy and yeah most of the things work like that you have a separate layer let's call it and then you um, provide it with a browser source or a picture or animation so you can that's what great what's great about twitch you can customize it to be at your own like tv show that's what i like most about it i think that's not really possible that great with youtube also with the interaction stuff but i did not dive into that deeper mm, i think they are trying to get there but not yet something that i was thinking to take a look at and i we I didn't have enough time. I was going to give to somebody on my team to take a look at how it, there must be a way to build one of those web overlays using Flutter. Oh, yeah. I think I saw some people talking about this on YouTube and I was like, well, yeah, I'm like, well, I have somebody here who knows Flutter very well. They don't have anything to do because I have my own consulting company. And I thought, why not ask him to build like a chat one? Because what I'm really interested to have... Um, is like to press a button or somehow select like a chat message and then that chat message would be overlaid on the bottom of yeah of the live you stream can totally do. do that yeah. i i'm i i thought about the same but i have so many to do's on my list i don't even know where to start i have so many ideas no so it's on my list but it will take some time there was also um someone from my community and he wrote a flutter app where you could um control your stream with different memes for example you could hit a button on your phone and then it would appear so you could do that with any kind of widget or even trigger it with the twitch api because there is an api why not use it um it's totally doable why not but it takes time yeah it takes time uh, th th there was actually um another guy it wasn't Flutter. This stuff wasn't Flutter. He he used uh, Elixir Phoenix, and he hosted his, um, his presentation on the web, and he pulled up the web page and he he could flip around the. It basically it's very simple, right? You press probably press an arrow key or something, and it will flip to the next page. But if you went to the website, you can actually follow along also on your phone. Mm -hmm. And you can send emojis. So as he's presenting, people are sending up emojis. I thought that's... Mm. We'll keep people interested, but maybe only in the emoji sending, not actually your speech, but at least it's something different. I thought that was stuck out in my mind. Yeah, that that's those little interactive things which really matter. Or for me, as a visitor or as a viewer, um, this matters because if I can somehow interact with it, it's always more fun. I don't know. At least you don't forget about it. You say, "Oh yeah, that's the guy that did that," and then I I downloaded his his what he did, and then uh, I just never looked again. <laughs> you, you, you know, you're interested at the time, and it just kind of falls out after some time. You know, you don't really think too much about it. Yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, I I could like to, I would like to kind of go back to more about you, right? Because you're 
there's quite a few um, uh, freelancers within Flutter. Mm -hmm. But there are. yours is quite interesting because I think most freelancers, they yeah they do travel, but it seems like you said you, you always travel to escape the cold. Is that right? That's why you ran away to Spain this time? Yeah, I don't like the cold. I, I like Germany in summer. It's great meeting friends, um, doing all the hobbies I have. But in winter, I just don't like it. It's like you, like we talked before. It's very, people are very depressed. Uh, it's gray, it's cold, it's rainy. There's not even snow where I live. So what the hell should I do in winter? Like I could game all day, but Ah, I don't want to sit at home every day. So why not going to the beach and go surfing or just go outside, enjoy the sun. I, I love the sun. I miss the sun in winter. It's so crazy. And in Spain, it's, well, it's not that warm at the moment, but it's warm enough for me. And there's most of the time there is sun and sun makes such a big difference. So yeah, I try to escape winter and I even try to take some people with me from the flutter community especially um that's why we are having like a little co-living co-working event in january february on tenerife where we are four people right now maybe five um, and we just rent a little house together and we will co-work from there and that's my biggest dream to work with people I know and I like to work with and I l bringing my friends somewhere else is even better than just going alone. So I thought, why not doing that? And so I'm, I'm doing that and it works. How do we sign up for that? I didn't see an invitation come out. I, I want, I want to go <laughs> traveling for work for a while. Well, the invitation was uh, sent out personally by me on the Flutter Vikings uh, conference when I went around the party and talked to everyone and invited them and some people said yes. And I was like, okay, they drank maybe two beer, maybe, maybe it's not going to work, but I did get three people invited and they said, yes, let's do it. And so it could be more, but I want to start like small and then scale it up a little bit. Let's see if this works, if anyone's interested. Oh, so this is all Viking crews. And you guys have to wear the Viking helmets if you're gonna if you're gonna do this one from, from Flutter Vikings. Sorry, what? You have to wear the Viking helmet if since you guys all met from Flutter Vikings. You can't just go there all by yourself. You gotta have the represent the team where you guys came from. All from Flutter Vikings, no? Um well I knew one person before that. My my co host, Chris, is actually coming with us. Um, and the other one I met on a Flutter Dach meetup. So yeah, it's like, like it should be just, just meeting the people, getting to know them. And then let's see if they are interested in having some kind of friendship. I would say, I would say we are friends right now. Yeah. You, you gotta be careful when you, when you live with your, this is for how long you said a couple months, one or month. At least only one month. Okay. That should be okay. You have to be careful. I, 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 okay, why? Yeah, well, I I lived with um you know with a friend before, and it depends, right? How is this person? Are they cleanly? Of um, course. And the other thing too is you have to worry about your friendship also. I think so. What, I had a really bad roommates in university. That was yeah, that was not fun. Um, 
but uh, one of my basically my best friend, we both came to Hong Kong from Shanghai, mm-hmm. and we're really really close. But then we lived together, and then we worked together because we both changed jobs to the same place. Mm-hmm. And when you see this person all the time, it it's like you tend to try to get away from them, and then you you lose some connection, right? Because if you spend all day working and living together, it could be a little bit much. I know. Um, I know what you mean. Um, it totally depends on the people. One hundred percent. How how easy to handle they are. How easy to handle are you? So totally depends on that. It could work. It could also fail. I don't know. I can't tell. But I'm quite optimistic because I know them at least a little, and we have enough space. And it's. The weather is fine, so you can just go outside. Uh, you don't have to work all day. Everyone has its uh, has his or her own room, so that's also big, big issue. Sometimes, if you have to share rooms, that's not going to work out for very long. But if you have different rooms, you can just separate. That's that's great, I think. Um, but yeah, that's why I don't want to scale it up that much. I just want to try and see if it's cool or not, and if so. I would like to have maybe some bigger events, but not for one month, maybe one or two weeks, totally fine. And the bigger the group gets, I think the easier it will be. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm totally wrong. I don't know. It's just my assumptions. So in a small group, it's in in bigger groups, you can have subgroups in a smaller group. That's harder to achieve. So yeah, let's see where this takes us. I don't know. Well, be careful, right? Because you have big group, you can have mob mentality where they just become crazy and fires and pitchforks and stuff. I I saw Frankenstein, right? They burned down the uh, the windmill, so you got to oh, wow. be careful. Oh my God, you you are really no, I'm really afraid. No, I just <laughs> I, I, not me. Okay, I'm a single person, but ten people together can be can be dangerous, right? I think IQs exponentially go down the more people you add. They can, but it can also be super great, and I've had events where many people came together sharing a passion. I think that's the most important thing. You have to have something in common which you which you share. And I think then it can work out. It could totally fail. I'm totally aware of that, but I don't think so. Maybe I'm too optimistic, but I, I'd like to stay optimistic and try it better than pessimistic and don't try it. That's like with all the stuff I'm doing for community, I tried podcasting because I just wanted to try. It works, so I keep going. I started Twitch because I wanted to try. I kept going. I start different stuff. And if it doesn't work, I just skip it. And if it works, I will just continue doing it. So you may want to consider to bring a waiver just in case. Protect yourself. (laughs) Okay. I, I I'm considering that. <laughs> yeah, we we can talk about when it's over. Maybe we can have a chat again, and then I'm hopefully not going to tell you it was awful. Yeah, what is it called? The the retrospective, right? At yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, I I do want to talk a little bit more about the Flutter Dash community because we kind of we didn't give it enough um, enough as as it is. So you've mentioned over here you have these. Oh my goodness. Stamash events is that how you say that <laughs> that's cool um it's i i don't know if there is an english word for it so it's called stammtisch events and maybe to quickly explain it it's just 
there are meetups, Flutter meetups, where you can go. You are watching talks and talking to people, having food and uh, drinks and things like that. And there are those Stammtisch events, we call it, where you just meet people in a restaurant or in a bar or wherever. Um, and you just talk about Flutter. There is no meetup uh, in like with talks. There is no um, agenda. There is just people coming together and talking about Flutter. And we've had, I just checked it, I think 15 meetups uh, from, we started in July. So we have several Stammtisch events um, per month in different cities, currently only in Germany because Switzerland and Austria, the community is not big enough yet to host them in different cities. We are getting there hopefully, but currently there are in like six to seven different cities in Germany and you can just join there, have a great time, exchange um, your experience and talk about it. And that's all. It's not complicated. It's just, just meeting new people, just a little bit of networking. And um, I'm like having different organizers to do that because I can't be in every city, especially if I'm in Spain, I can't travel to German cities uh, three times a week. That doesn't work. So I have like different people managing different cities and they just take care of um, deciding for a date and making a reservation and that's it. And that's because it's so easy to handle for the people. It's not much organizing stuff. They are really happy to do it. So I think that what that's what makes the difference between meetups um, or two meetups, sorry, bad English, because meetups are yeah, they need to be organized very well. You need to have speakers, you need to have a location, you need to have food, drinks, stuff like that, even sponsors. And that takes much time. And also it's, um, yeah, it's more difficult. And Stammtisch events are just easy. Just go there, meet and see if it's fun or not. And then join the next time as well or not. Bring your own questions. Um, you can learn from everyone there because yeah, everybody know, everybody wants to share their experiences and that's what makes it really valuable, I think, for the community, even if we don't have talks. But it's also good to know that these events are not like, you know, they're, they're, they're auxiliary events, right? You guys are still very much into Flutter, sharing, you know, all around the world, but you want to have something a little bit more localized to kind of augment yeah. the experience and keep the Flutter keep the flutter party going right you started yeah. maybe you start your party at flutter vikings and then oh we got to keep this going and so you have some more local sorry how you say it stammtisch stammtisch yeah that's right oh, wow my german's getting better with talking to you <laughs> nice. more stammtisch <laughs> events to keep it going um so that, that's good to hear right because we just have these like events that happen maybe once every couple of months right there's nothing keeping the party going so it's good that you have this kind of community to keep it going and then also not just these stomptish events there's of course there's still i'm sure still meetups yeah of and course. there's also you're, you're you're doing co-working or co-working co-living stuff you're doing a lot of different things right yeah because like i said i just want to try different things and depending on yeah if people like it or not i will continue doing it or doing it alone or stop doing it and I think the uh, Stammtisch meetups really worked well and they are growing. And yeah, like I said, it's easy to get organizers for different different cities. And that's what makes it so 
lightweight, I would say. And we are not interfering with any meetups. We don't, some people said, oh, you want to steal the meetups from the city? <laughs> no. Oh my God. No, I don't want to do that. They can all have their own meetups. But Germany, the last three years, there weren't many meetups, um, especially around Stuttgart. So I thought like, okay, why I'm not trying to push it a little bit. And yeah, like I said, meetups are too much organization for me alone or yeah, then I would need to do it with a company together and stuff like that. It's so complicated. I just want to have it. Um, the easier it is, the easier it is to maintain. And that's that's why it works. And we are um, also advertising other meetups. So they are our friends. We don't want to steal anything, anything from them. We just want to work together with them to build a community, to maintain the community and... Um, yeah, exchange everything we know. That's that's all we want. Well, that, that's that's great. I mean, I wish we can do more of these kind of things because, yeah, it's just like, you know, everybody goes to their corner and then you come back every... I, the only one I really know consistently people always go to is Florida Vikings. I can't think of another one that's more international than that one. Is there any more? Well, there are some uh, events upcoming. There's one in Italy, in Turin. It's in February, I think. And there's also the one coming up in the Flutter Forward in Kenya, but that's far away. So there will be hopefully another Flutter Vikings. Um, and I'm pl maybe planning on a little conference in Germany as well, but this will take some more time, some more money. And um, But it's on my list. I have some ideas. I have some people willing to help. So it's going to happen, but I don't know when. Yeah, these are all far away from me. <laughs> I'm way too far away from all these events. I'm all the way out in Hong Kong, so it's quite a distance. Yeah, that's a little far. That's true. Yeah, so I've also thought about putting on some some Flutter ones, but um, just a little bit packed schedule at the moment. But that's something that's crossed my mind a couple of times. We, we've done very local workshops. Like I said, we talk about the... When I saw the designers going, right? We did a local workshop, just like five to eight people in a single room. That's cool. Showing very simple app. And then, you know, they walk away, like we did one style where we actually did an install party at the beginning. And then we, you know, we showed them how to do it. Then they could walk away at home, go do everything. And then we tried another one where we just did dart that dart pad, right? Is it dartpad.dev? And then they could just practice and, and both of them were, were quite a hit. That's cool. But you also have to prepare those, right? So you could also have some Stammtisch meetups. Yes. But Depending on is... if the community is like big enough, you need like four people at least, I would say. Yeah, I, I think it also depends on, on the people too, right? Because maybe at these events require alcohol or to get the party started? No. No? You just talk? Yeah. How, how, I mean, how does it how does it actually start? You, you look totally shocked. To me, I, I just think Germany must be drinking beer. Everyone is thinking about... Germany drinking all the time. That's out of, so out funny. of a boot. Out of a boot That's also. That's so funny. Well, it is like that, mostly. But no, there, it's of course, it's not required to drink alcohol. You can order whatever you want. You can have a Coca-Cola. It doesn't matter. Sounds like what I would call a, a mixer, basically, where you just have a bunch of people in a room and then you just kind of talk to each other and, 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 and know each other more. Yeah. Sounds like what I would call a mixer. Yeah, it's also um, some people went um, bowling. So Widget Book, um, for example, is hosting one of those uh, Stammtisch events and they just went bowling. So why not? You can do everything you want. 
as long as you want to organize it, you can go, I don't know, you can go hiking, bowling, walking, playing tennis, whatever. I don't care. Just do what you like and what you think people would like as well. And that's fine. So you can go drink alcohol. You can go to a party. Why not? But you just can be sober and drink something else. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to think because over here, everybody's usually quite shy. So I'm just trying to think about how, how we can put something on. Yeah, well, that's really interesting because um, the meetings I organized, I also thought so as well. People are very shy because they are like developers. Developers tend to be shy. That's how it is. I'm shy as well. But if you throw them in a room with people being like you, and if you have something to share, like I said, a passion, for example, like Flutter, for example, it, it's exploding. People are talking, 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 talking. You can't even make them stop. Um, so that wasn't a problem at all. You maybe need one person to like push it a little bit in the beginning. But if you have like four to 10 people, that's not a problem and some people like to just sit there and listen that's also fine why not um so you don't have to talk if you are in a bigger group you can but you don't have to and normally the topics are yeah everybody's asking questions and we don't even get through with the questions we are setting the meeting for like two hours and three hours later we are still sitting there and thinking about oh maybe we should stop now so that was never an issue mm -hmm. okay interesting yeah, I, I'm just thinking, you know, icebreakers is definitely a, something you have to have to kind of make, you know, break the ice. But people always tell me I'm more of an ice builder than an icebreaker. So I don't know if I could be a good host for this, something like ice this. <laughs> yeah, I never heard that word before, but they, they basically told me I tried to break the ice and they said, you're actually building ice right now. And I didn't know that was possible. Okay, I didn't know as well. That's weird. <laughs> I don't know if they're making a joke or what, but they basically said you're an ice builder, and then they also laughed too. So I don't know what I—I I can't remember what I said. They—they they were not very happy with my ice breaking abilities. Oh, that's so sad to hear. Uh, it was interesting. I—I I, I laughed at it. I, what can I do? I—that's I, my talent is always doing the wrong thing at the wrong time. Oh my god! Oh my god! And you are telling me Germans are depressing? <clears throat> I'm not depressed. I—I—I I, I, I enjoy it. I—I enjoy, I enjoy it. I don't. I'm not depressed at all. Okay, then I then just think it's, it's a funny thing to you know to, to build the ice and see how it goes. It's called a, what do you call that? Stir stir the pot, as we call it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we should invite you over, and then you uh, can build up the ice, and then we can try to break it again. Oh yeah, yeah, that sounds like fun. That's a, I've always wanted to come visit Germany someday, actually. So I may take you up on the offer. Uh, yeah, let me know. We try it. I, I'm sure I can break it. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the party turned. Wait, hold on. Let me try the sound pad. It'd be like this. I don't think so. You you can you no, but we can try it. We can try it. I'm I, I'm happy to try. Be careful, right? They don't play with fire. You get burned. Challenge accepted. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I think we're approaching the end of our time. Um, I really appreciated hearing more about the Flutter Dach community. Did I get that wrong? No, it was right. It was very German, right? That Dach. Very yeah. German. It's very German, yes. Yeah, I told you, I, I talk to a German guy all the time. Actually, I talked to another German guy who's got no German accent at all. I was very surprised. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hide it, but it's not possible. I, I try my best, but it could be, it could be worse. So 
Yeah, that's okay. I, I find it more interesting when people have a strong accent. It's more fun, especially you know, I, 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 I talk with a with a French guy, and I, he teaches me new English phrases. You know, I ever heard of piece of cake? Something's very easy, right? Piece of cake, yeah. Yeah, sure. So he he he, he uses the word piece of cake. But then you have to ask him how big is the cake. If it's a very big cake, it's not very easy. So I, <laughs> I taught this. I, I learned this one. I don't know if it's a French saying or just his saying, but he's just like, oh, it's a piece of cake. But then the way he was talking about it, he was talking about how difficult it was. But it was like, uh, what? It's I never like heard that. A big cake? Was, yeah, very big cake. Okay. Nice. So whenever he says something's a piece of cake, we got to ask how big is that cake. Okay. Uh, I will do that what now. His meaning is. Maybe it's a French thing, I think. Could be, yeah. Again, uh, thank you for your time. Do you have any last shout outs or should we, I mean, if people are interested in to get in contact with you or more about the Flutter Dach community, how should we, we do that? Wow, you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Discord. Maybe we can link the um, meetup group there because all the links are there. And yeah, just just ping me. I will invite you everywhere. I think it's easy to reach me. It shouldn't be a problem. You can also join Twitch and chat with me and, and ask me there. Everything is fine. Awesome. Well, again, thank you for your time. And uh, it's good to meet you. And now I have to work on my ice building skills so I don't let you down. <laughs> Thanks very much for having me.